This episode is sponsored by Aura. Every once in a while, a product comes along that changes everything. And that product is Aura. Aura is an easy-to-use app that includes everything families need to protect their identities, money, passwords, devices, and more. It's really easy to set up and has everything you need. So you don't have to download seven separate apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, ID theft, and transaction monitoring, and more. You get everything at one affordable price. What makes Aura different, you say? It's simple to set up. It protects against today's and tomorrow's threats, and with parental controls to let your kids explore the internet safely, filter harmful sites, apps, and manage screen time easily. Online safety for today's digital safety. It's tech that grows with you and your family. Browse safely, surf smartly, Aura comes packed with all the tools you need to protect you and your family from the online threats you can't see. Our listeners will get a 14-day free trial of Aura for individuals, couples, or their family by going to Aura.com potential. That's Aura, spelled A-U-R-A, dot com slash potential. Once again, get your first 14-day free trial of Aura by going to Aura.com potential. Protect what's important. Proactive protection for your assets, identity, family, and tech across every device. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow pirate king, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the fantasy adventure television series, One Piece. This is the live action adaptation that came on Netflix, developed by Matt Owens and Stephen Medea. And of course, based on the popular One Piece anime series by Akira Oda. Now, this is a series that I'm well aware of. I'm well aware of the popularity of this uh, series, uh, you know, both from the uh, anime standpoint, there's been films, uh, there's been video games. Even at some point, there was a theme park show, I believe, at Universal Studios Singapore. I have no knowledge of One Piece uh, apart from that. You know, I, I know of its existence, but have never seen it. Um, and I'm assuming, Taylor, were you in the same camp? You had never really dived into the One Piece lore prior to this live-action adaptation? No, I, and in general, anime, it's something not that I've steered clear, but it wasn't something I embraced. I think the most anime stuff that I ever got into is maybe um, um, like Kiki's Delivery Service and Pokemon. So this was like, I was totally new to this, didn't really know what to expect. But seeing the, the trailers and hearing about it and hearing you know, the buzz about it. I was like, this is something worth us checking out. So this was not even on our radar uh, to review, but we were like, Hey, let's check it out. So, um, but uh, yeah, we're not going to get, uh, we're not going to get spoilers because we really want you to enjoy the show for yourself. Um, and it's definitely worth the hype. So, uh, you know, kind of jumping in, you know, the series is uh, the sh- original anime show was in, you know, 97. That's been uh, ongoing still. Um this one kind of takes that into the live action uh, look of 
of this kind of ensemble cast. We follow the main character, a character known as Monkey de Luffy, and he wants to be king of the pirates. As we're in this kind of really interesting world where you have um, a world of pirates, um, mythical kind of creatures, um, magic, and this devil fruit that if you eat it, you have these interesting properties. And Monkey de Luffy, he is able to turn his whole body into rubber. And this whole series, we kind of follow him as he collects his crew, if you will, um, and his dream to become King of the Pirates to find this one piece, the one, this piece. Threat, the one piece. Yes. Um, but all along the way, he's got to fight other pirates as well as the Marines that are hunting pirates uh, throughout the series. Yeah. What I loved is I think they set up right at the beginning, like this is a world of, there's kind of the those that kind of follow the rules, if you will, the, the Marines and, but there is a, this whole world is a world of pirates and there's different like lands to explore. And there was this pirate king who was put on trial and he left a treasure somewhere out in the, the ocean. We don't know where. The One Piece. And if you get the One Piece, you become king of the pirates. And it sets off this whole, you know, kind of big wave of all these people going out into the ocean trying to find this thing. So I love that they really stick to like, this to me is in the same way where like we would watch parts of the Caribbean and be like, oh, I love how they really set up like the pirates, you know, stuff. Not to the whole point of maybe like our shiver me timbers, but like this is truly a pirate world. Like we are we are like set in pirate lore from like ships to captains to crews to battles. But then you have the unique spin, that almost cartoony spin of different profile characters that have abilities whether it's a like we said monkey de luffy he's got these unique rubber abilities where he can stretch his body out in crazy ways you have an amazing swordsman uh with zoro who he has three swords one he can put in his mouth and fight with it um you know we have uh usop who uh, um is really fun to watch and he's the one that can you know use his um use his fun um he called those things slingshots man slingshot uh nami who is our thief and who uh, she's really strong with making maps and then our, our last big player that comes in uh sanji who is a chef who who's got some really uh strong kicks but then they have all these enemies they fight that have different abilities as well so it it where the anime kind of plays into the show is they're not afraid to embrace the cartoony elements that this show has roots in. And that's what really makes the fights really fun is they are, they're like intense, but really entertaining. Like you don't necessarily feel like, Oh, this is going to be the episode. One of these characters dies. Like, yes, there is still life and death threat to some of these fights, but they're really fun to watch. It's almost like watching. It reminds me in ways of like, I guess for us, what is like a, a, a midway balance of an anime show that we really love is Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Where, like, it's that same kind of style where, like, it's cartoony, but there's still weight to some of the fights, you know? It's definitely grounded. I would, I yeah. would definitely agree. Like, it never... And, and I think, and this is why they've really praised it, because there have been a lot of attempts to do live action of anime, not very successful. I know uh, Netflix has tried to do that with um, Death Note and Cowboy Bebop. This one what I kind of really liked about it was, yeah, it's cartoony, but it, 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 
leaned into it without being too silly. Like I really, there was definitely a lot of levity in this world. Like I found myself like, as soon as we finished this show, Chris and I were texting each other. We were like, dude, we got to wait for a hold of the season. It was just like, it left you wanting more every episode. And, um, but just how it looked, I mean, the CGI, I mean, the, and, you know, not only is this a very colorful, fun world where opposed to like Pirates of the Caribbean, where it is a lot of fun, but it is very, very dark and very dismal. This really very bright and, you know, cheerful tones, just the, the effects that they did with some of these fight scenes, especially some of these pirates who have different abilities that like one pirate can kind of uh, separate themselves, kind of remind me of the detachable kid <laughs> from Suicide Squad. Um I just really liked all the characters, whether it's a, a villain you see like one time or whatnot. Every every character in 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 these fights were really epic, and they kind of like made me want to be like, oh man, this would be great as a video game. I felt like some of these were like epic video game fights that you'd want to fight one of these bosses. Yeah, I, I think there have been uh, a couple One Piece video games, but you're right. They there is like a natural weight to still everything going on. Like they are fighting like, you know, what's almost like boss fights in this land. And there's different people, with different abilities. So like, like I love, there's this, um, <laughs> there's one of the bad guys that they have to face off who definitely will come back into play. I'm sure in the future, Mihawk who has the, he, he, he can give Tony Stark a run for his money for facial hair. Um, <laughs> He looks almost like a, he almost looks like uh, what's his face in the Hunger Games. Um, uh, uh, what, the game, uh, the uh, what, so, what's I, his name is from Yellowstone. You know, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, or kind of like he has like a little bit of a musketeer kind of kind of yeah. Vibe to, yeah. But then he yeah, but he, he has this giant sword that has a cross hilt, and he can like he can like <laughs> throw it, and it'll make like a wave and like break a ship in half. And so you're like, okay, there's clearly like there's abilities that are a little more powerful than, than, you know, a human would be expected to do. You know, one of our main bad guys for this season, Arlong, who is a ruthless fish man, him and his crew. I mean, one of his crew members can suck down some alcohol and shoot it out like bullets. So, I mean, you, you, you have to kind of play with, there's going to be interesting abilities, but no one really, you know, the, the main cast we have, they don't really react in ways that's like, well, that's that's just, you know, impossible. They just see it as a challenge. And they always have this kind of heroic side of like, well, we're the crew and we're going to take you down, especially with our main actor. I hope I pronounced this right. Inaki Godoy, um, who is Luffy, who is just charismatic as all hell. I mean, this kid, he's going to have a, a, an amazing career. Um, it was interesting. A lot of people were like, well, why didn't they cast, you know, like if it's an anime show, um, you know, why isn't it like a predominantly Asian cast? And the thing is, within the show, all these characters have actually kind of roots in different countries. And they did a very good job of making kind such of a maintaining diver- that for the cast. Very, very diverse. diverse. Yeah. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, I mean, you've got Asian, you've got African-American, you've got, I mean, strong female french leads. yeah french Brazilian, you, got, you got scottish Swedish, you all, know yeah <laughs> all kinds of things um but i mean the cast our our main group that we kind of follow who's going to become our our straw hat pirates you know luffy has a straw hat they're just a really well-rounded um group that you really uh fight for and with each threat that comes along 
you are, you know, kind of pushing for how are they going to continue this? How are they going to get through? Because sometimes it's not always, you know, there's some battles where like they really get the upper hand right away. And it's like, oh, that was pretty easy. But there's some battles where it's like, oh, that was they almost died. So you really do feel the weight of all this world. And, you know, in a world where also there is wanted posters and there is this Marines, there is the Marines, you know, hunting down pirates and hunting down Luffy and his crew. You also have that whole side, too, where I love that they, they the beginning of the show, we're not trying to do too many spoilers here. But you have Kobe, who is this cabin boy on a pirate ship at the beginning of the show, and Luffy kind of saves him. But his dream was to become a Marine. And Luffy's whole thing is, if someone has a dream, they should follow that dream no matter what. So he actually accepts that Kobe needs to go off and be a Marine, which is against the pirate code. Like, Marines hunt pirates. But there's this kind of whole nice charm to Kobe's character where he is this kind of young, almost naive boy who then, you know, wants to chase his dream. And then it kind of realizes by the end that, like, he, he does want to be a Marine, but there's also problems with how the Marines are run. There's a long history with Marines and pirates that well, corruption on both sides. Yeah. It's like, does the end justify the means? And so it was, I think it was so interesting is by the end of season one, even though you could look at it as like, oh, this is season one. And I, I hope this show has multiple seasons. Obviously we have the writer's strike right now. So even Netflix has been, we haven't had an announcement for season two, but even when that does come, which I'm sure it will. One Piece had a lot of viewers. Um, it's going to take some time with the strikes before they can do anything. When season one ends, it's almost like you've watched the prequel to what is now maybe the main adventure. And I only mean that in that it's a setup season in that we have to kind of learn the world. We have to learn the players. We have to He's learn how this crew... actually set up the crew itself. Yeah. yeah. How they're going to come together, how they're going to trust each other. And you know, gaining some confidence in what they have. But man, I mean, I, the fight scenes are so thrilling. I laughed in every episode. There's some actually good horror elements in this too. There's a whole couple episodes where we're in this kind of creepy house and this one dude has got like, it's, it, he would give Edward Scissorhands a run for his money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's like good enemies. The acting is like really fun to watch. These characters are like gripping and a, Something I was surprised about, and I think this is maybe was a little Netflix magic, maybe this is embedded in the anime, is our main five people, we we get backstory for all of them as children or as young adults, and we see how their progression leads them to becoming this crew. And there was a really beautiful moment in the last episode where like we see all of their young stories kind of combine in a way that's like, now we're going to be this crew. And it was really touching to be like, maybe they were destined to become this 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 crew. And I'm just like so ready now for the next chapter. I'm like, I want to go see them go with the One Piece. But now we also know they're going to go into much dangerous waters. Like there's still some of the enemies they've had are still going to come after them. But man, I'm sure there's going to be bigger threats up ahead. And who knows what's going to happen. I think that was the biggest takeaway from this that really sold it for me was that last episode um i was really surprised how much heart was this film it was a very heartwarming tale everyone has a dream or a goal and it doesn't matter if you're a pirate or marine or just someone trying to get by that you know you deserve to have that dream happen and it just it's really great that you see this pirate crew and, and 
a lot of these pirate shows, there's not, there's a lot more of, it's like, you know, take it or leave it. You know, it's, it's tough. Like be a crew to see this kind of refreshing take on this pirate life crew really loved it. And I'm glad we checked this out. This was a, a very epic first season. Uh, I cannot wait to see more of the world building definitely makes me want to kind of dive in to kind of look more into the lore of the previous stuff. It's even the anime, um, but definitely recommend it. I mean, I'm going to give this one uh, honestly a solid nine out of 10 because uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think for the stylized action, the casting, the production value, and just a nice eight episode season. Couldn't ask for a better uh, first start to the show. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Nine out of 10. And uh, another thing I wanted to bring up uh, that really enhances the whole experience is the music. Uh, our composers, Sonia Belusova and Giona Astanelli. The music in this as well is so fun. I mean, it's got the kind of pirate flair, the action adventure you're looking for. And then it also has the romance of this era. So overall, the production budget, the acting, the cast, the storyline had me hooked. And I cannot wait for season two, waiting for that season two announcement. I know we're going to have to wait a little longer because of the strike, but I'm sure once it comes, it's going to be bigger and better. So you can now go check out One Piece. This is eight episodes streaming on Netflix. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.